Hello and welcome to what will be. Let me lower the volume. All right, yep, all the all the dials and good. Hello and welcome to episode twenty-five of the IMO podcast. I'm your host Yusuf Musa. I hope you had a fantastic week. I know I have. Uh, I think. I mean, I've just been at home, but I hope yours was sort of entertaining and to some extent. Um, I've been fine. I've been doing well. You know. Uh, I was just playing chess all day actually I was just playing online chess for some, because um, I wanted to play Apex uh, played a little bit of Apex but then I just got drained and I decided to just listen to a podcast and play chess you know um, just long form YouTube videos I watched uh, uh, if you know the the guy he's the number one chess player on Twitch uh, Grandmaster uh, Hikaru Nakamura I think he's number one US uh, definitely number one in Blitz. Um, I was just watching his ranking of rock stars just for an hour, and then I watched the Bill Burt podcast. Uh, great podcast. And then I just fucking searched up cigars because I'm craving one and I'm waiting for the end of the month to buy the one I want. I think I'm going to buy the uh, My Father one, one of the My Father lines. Uh, then right before this, uh, something funny happened, <laughs> some funny story. Basically, there's this company called Hasbro. If you don't know what Hasbro is, then... Get to know your shit. It's a, it's a toy company uh, worth around, I don't know, $28 billion. And uh, I just realized that they have a crowdfunding sort of system. Uh, why would you want a crowdfunding system? Uh, it's called HasLab. And uh, within that, there's like the fucking Unicron bullshit. And then I didn't know it was crowdfunded. I thought HasLab was just some secondary official bullshit, you know? But no, it turns out it's like the kickstart for Hasbro toys and and they just fund major sort of toy releases, which is weird because Hasbro has enough liquidity to manufacture their own. When it's the kickstart, it's better, like it's more... Fox Industries is not going to make a kickstarter to make, you know, a movie. You know what I mean? Disney doesn't need a kickstarter to make another Star Wars film or another... Marvel film, they just do it, and Hasbro is, is is like the king of toys, and they have a Kickstarter website for certain toys, which is you know always fucking interesting. But I don't see the use of it when you're worth twenty four billion dollars. Why would you need the Kickstarter when you've got the money to make it? Usually, a Kickstarter is for someone who needs the money, like a fucking my brother who who's, who crowdfunded his short film. Um, uh, I forgot what his name is. I think it was called Shadow or something. Uh, yeah, he crowdfunded that, and that that's because he needed the money. It's not like he had his own money and then he capitalized on it. And it's just like, this company has $24 billion. Now, uh, within them, there's the Unicron, which is fucking bullshit, just by the, um, not the Zeta toys, uh, Unique, uh, Unique, I think it was Cell... Uh, let me search it up real quick. One second. Let me get the uh, keyboard that doesn't make any sound. Uh, I think it was the... Uh, it wasn't Zeta Core Toys Course... Uh, Joby... Uh, um, yeah, the Zero uh, One Studio Cell, which is way better than the fucking one Hasbro is making with that fucking large backpack and... Just buy the just buy the zero one studio so if you can get it. A Haslab is gonna be like north of four thousand pounds. Um unless you're like a Hasbro purist and you know, who cares? 
but I think the uh, Studio Cell one is around 340, Studio Cell Unicorn, um, 325, 300, 250 on eBay. You know, it's 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 up there in terms of price, but it's way better in terms of uh, in terms of engineering, and it's just smaller in scale when compared to the Hasbro one. And believe me, you'd want smaller rather than bigger unless you have the space for this shit. Um, so yeah, they have that, and they're crowdfunding it, which is fucking strange. Uh, you have 24... How much is Hasbro worth? Hasbro uh, net worth. 2020. Yeah. Total assets. Uh, Hasbro worth. 12.99 billion. Uh, apparently. Uh, yeah. Fucking crazy money. Where's this? Uh, yeah, maximum cap is 12.99 billion. That's how much they have and they need a crowdfunder for shit. And they produce films. And It's just strange that they need a fucking crowdfunder. Now, uh, if, if, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen uh, the newest episode of The Mandalorian, um, something happens and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil it. If you want, just uh, skip ahead through this. Actually, how can I... Uh, Something iconic, uh, something that you you'll be able to search up anyway. So Haslab is working on this uh, uh, on this uh, the Razor Crest, which is the Mandalorian ship. If you haven't watched Mandalorian, just pause, fast forward through the podcast, and then just uh, I don't know what minute because I'm recording this as of I don't know. Uh, Star Wars Vintage Collection Razor Crest Mandalorian pre-order £770. Get the fuck out of here. So uh, Haslab managed to, well Hasbro, uh, managed to make um, how many money? How much money? I think it was 9.8 million backers for this. Uh, even though it only has, it, it's it's cool on the inside. It has a Mandalorian figure and it has, you know, the, 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 the child. I won't spoil his name if you haven't seen the episodes. Um... And people people pre-ordered the share this when season two started because they knew they thought that it would be the next iconic Star Wars ship, like when compared to the Millennium Falcon, and its worth would rise tremendously throughout throughout its span of time. Because you know, vintage Millennium Falcon toys are probably hella expensive. I haven't researched up, but it's just natural for it to be expensive, really, and. Pretty much uh, that in the most recent episode, that ship gets destroyed, (laughs) which basically sort of ruins the whole potential iconic factor of the ship, which is stupid and very funny. And Hasbro is uh, 28,185 backers and uh, raised over nine million um and it's and at least 80 percent of the people into this are like avid toy community people and uh or people getting into the toy uh, sort of uh, industry it's toy collecting and uh their expectancy was that this ship will eventually be an icon that will be featured in many films but uh no it got destroyed in the most recent episode of the mandalorian 
Um, I hope they do a, a Boba Fett ship coming soon. Um, because that'll be cool. I won't tell you why, but it will just be cool. Um, because uh, Boba Fett is a cool character. Uh, anyways, but enough of spoilers. Fucking played Apex. They reset my rank. I'm bronze four now, which is the if you don't know is the worst fucking rank for fucking Apex, um, which I fucking hate. And uh, to climb up, I'm I'm bronze two now. It's not nice. Um, then I just played a lot of chess. One uh, went on a fucking winning streak until I lost uh, on time in one game, which pissed me off really because I was so close to checkmate. I was just reckless with my time usage. Um, and it was fucking annoying. Blundered too much, made too many mistakes in that game. Uh, I didn't even analyze it. That's how pissed off I am. I should have analyzed it and see it. But I know the game was just weird and tricky. Um, Nonchess.com, 10-minute blitz. So, yeah, that's just been my day. I decided to take uh, this day off and not do any work um, yesterday. Same as yesterday, same as the day before that, which is not good. But I decided to actually firm it this time and just relax because I've got to go uh, work uh, four days in a row. uh, Two in my dad's place on Thursday and Friday with my uh, older brother. And then Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be working in um, in, in, my part-time job. And uh, I decided to just let this day be a break day, you know. Uh, yesterday I went to uh, see my friends. If you don't know, uh, London has gone into a tier three system, and uh, as of today, and uh, which means that you cannot, uh, you know, socialize with friends outside of your with people outside of your social bubble. So, like families, your social bubble, people you work with, are your social bubble. Uh, so Wednesday, uh, so Tuesday would have been the last day to hang out. So I made sure I just hang out with my friend. Kieran and my good friend Quinan, and we met Shake Shack, which Shake Shack is disgusting, by the way. If you live in Romford, uh, shout out to Cooking Lab, uh, super fucking good restaurant. They they opened during the pandemic, which isn't always a misfortune for them, but trust me, Cooking Lab is the best. It's better than Shake Shack. Uh, I'd say it's better than Five Guys, and it's better than Pie and Bun. Uh, I, I'm honestly saying this. It's a smash burger. And it beats Shake Shack by 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 a million. I don't, Shake Shack is just shit compared to Cooking Lab, um, and it's local as well. And you're supporting your local business rather than supporting like a a, a, a corporation. Cooking Lab in Romford in the Quadrant. That's the place to go if you want the best burger that I know of in the UK. You know, there's Five Guys, but you can get Five Guys anywhere else. You know, there's a patty and bun that's local to London. So if you're in London, then get a patty and bun. And then obviously Shake Shack. These are all well-known sort of ventures and places. Guanabana, fuck that shit. This is the number one halal burger as well. Fuck Guanabana. Guanabana, shit, man, with that fucking hard turkey bacon. Ugh. And it's halal for Muslim. So cooking lab is legit. Just order a lab burger first and foremost. Order that that sesame uh, teriyaki chicken. Um, order the chili basil chicken. I don't know. I think that's what it was. There's black. There's a dark or molasses colored looking one, and there's a teriyaki colored one. So I believe those are two. Uh, or some fries with that dip, a hickory sauce, and some garlic. Hey, and uh, that's that's probably the best burger in the UK. I, I claim it. It's the best burger I ever had. For a while now, it was uh, hot bites in Lebanon had a really good 
a cheeseburger. I know there's in Lebanon there's a restaurant called Munchies, which my brother always raves about. Unfortunately, it opened uh, soon after I left Lebanon, so I don't haven't tasted it. But apparently, Munchies is the shit um, in Lebanon, and it's probably it's, it's nationally famous, uh, which is crazy. Uh, so yeah, if you're ever in Lebanon, head out to Munchies in Khalda. Khalda. However, I don't know how. I don't know how Americans would say it. it's Khalda. Or, you know, English people would say, Calder, we're in Calder. Yeah, yeah, that's the place. Uh, some munchies. So for a while, it was always that hot bites burger simply because of nostalgia and simply because of how it tasted. It was just some this a, a very perfect flavor about it. It wasn't like hard on the beef. It tastes like a sweet, milder beef compared to the heavy beef that the cooking lab one is but it's not like heavy is in like it'll it'll be heavy for you if you don't like the taste of beef if you ordered no if you don't like the taste of beef then you just don't eat beef but uh, it's heavy when you order the double and i i I can eat it it's not like it's like the it's like medium to full in terms of beefiness um, when you order the double, when you order the single, it's just perfect combination. Double is just when I, you know, I order that shit because I'm hungry, and I like the double. It still works in terms of flavor, and the cheese is perfect. Everything about it is perfect. It's a, it's a quintessential perfect smash burger, and the sauce they have, the signature sauce they have, is fucking great. And the place is like simple takeout. It's not like a sit down and then eat. It's like just uh, just take out, take it, eat your burger, fuck off. Uh, there's nothing fancy about it. you're not going to see some fucking Instagram people just taking pictures of nipple, which I fucking hate. I fucking hate. Unless it's like some perfect artwork. Keep your food to yourself, please. Nobody wants to see you d- doing better than others in, in, in the culinary scene. N- nobody wants to see that, okay? Nobody gives a shit. I like my pasta and meatballs. That's what I mean right now. And you're eating some foie gras. Nobody wants to see that shit. Unless it's something like really beautiful, like flour or some bullshit, you know, or a little Korean barbecue. People who take videos of themselves eating Korean barbecue, go fuck yourself. Because the Korean barbecue here is the biggest ripoff ever. You're going to a restaurant, you're paying, and you're cooking. Does that make it a restaurant? That just makes it a sit-down area where you can just get a barbecue. Why would you... You get what I mean? Fucking hate Korean bar. Korean bar is the biggest ripoff. I'm paying and I cook. The fuck? Who 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 set up this? I uh, this is, I know Koreans. They like to make money, so I think this is a westernized westernized version of Korean bar. I see. It. Actually, no, it's a perfect business plan for the restaurants. So it, it might be very much Korean, but I sit and I cook. Who the fuck do you think you are? I go to your restaurant, I'm hungry, you give me raw meat, and I cook it. And then the people who are like, oh, I fucking hate those people. The people who go to these restaurants where the chef cooks it right in front of you, and they record it, and it's just doing some tricks. Like, oh my god, I got such a small dick, I gotta hide it. You know, the fucking eggs and the shit, and the way they flip around. It's an egg, bruv. You don't need to be special with a fucking egg and crack in it. And then I just watch you toss some bullshit in a fucking flat heat iron pan. Bro, why are you showing me how to cook it? I can just go to you once 
memorize the recipe and do it at home. That's bad business plan. Because I'm going to you once. It's all because people want to record that Instagram video and post it so that they feel better than others. That's what it is. That's the main reason why these restaurants thrive. Uh, these kind of restaurants, the Korean barbecue, the one where the chef cooks right in front of you. All I want is for a guy in a black tux handing me my food. That's the highest I'm going to go. Black tux handing me my food. Usually it's just a fucking apron with the restaurant name on it or like a fucking polo shirt. Black tux handing me my food, explaining to me how to eat it. And, you know, because sometimes they just fucking, if you ever go to like fancy restaurants, they'll give you like fucking soil and grass sometimes <laughs> and you don't know how the fuck am i supposed to eat this a perfect example is the fat duck by uh charlton heston blumenthal uh i've never been to it but i've seen the videos like this fucking grass and he hey yeah they, how are you gonna fucking eat soil and grass that's the highest i'll go in terms of restauranting and that's it it's cool I'll actually the more exception that is against my rule is sushi uh, sort of world-class like sushi restaurants like uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi uh, Jiro uh, apparently it's shit based on what Andrew Schultz has said and I'll go with Andrew Schultz's opinion uh, maybe his son's restaurant as well but like Jiro the fucking documentary you know we all know Jiro Dreams of Sushi if you don't know it then go watch it I like to see those fingers nibbling about on the fish bro I like I like to see that with the rice and the way he puts the perfect amount of soy. I don't put soy on my sushi because I always fuck it up. Um, it's, always, it's either too salty or too too uh, too bland. Or, or just not salty enough. Um, so I just don't... I just eat... I just taste that fish, bro. I trust my sushi chefs, my local ones. Shout out to Super Sushi in Romford. Um and you're like, yeah, I like to see those fingers nibbling on the rice and the. F- I like to see that. It's it's nice to see this guy is like such. It's like watching a magician perform card tricks. Like you ever watch David Blaine, and when you understand how the trick is made, you're like, whoa, that's so sleek. You know, uh, similar. I feel I feel the same way when I'm watching the sushi chef wrap up that sushi because i know for a fact it's going to take me years to make that sushi but i know for a fact also that it will take me months it will take me like at least one week to perfect that recipe that i see from that chef who cooks right in front of me as opposed to the sushi restaurant so listen i want to spend money in a way where i know this is the only way i can get it otherwise i would just befriend the guy i would just wait outside the restaurant where the chef is cooking Right in front of you. Time to record that shit. Oh, wait. I'll just go on YouTube, watch the fucking recording, and copy that shit, bro. It's not like it's not even that hard. It's bad business plan. Or because people want those Instagram videos. I'll tell you what, Instagram worthy moments. Crazy pastry. Like fucking pancake towers. Like Polo Bar in front of Liverpool Street. Goddamn Polo Bar's pancake tower. Boy. That's the size that fucking. That the size of that fucking pancake tower is similar to how you know Congolese people describe their dick size. Like it is that big. You get what I mean? You get what I mean? Mate, not even like no. This is like a fucking fifteen-inch tower. Like ha. 
I'm not racist. Congolese people have the highest uh, average uh, dick sizes. So don't argue with me on that. I'm just being factual. Just because it was black people with it. I'm not being racist. <laughs> like that's That shit is worth. By the way, if you finish that pancake tower, your whole meal is for free. Uh, alone. But if you if, if you want to share it, then no. But you order it and it's fucking Congolese dick size. Big. And people are like, oh my god, you just gave me pancakes to cocks. I'm not going to that fucking restaurant. Use Bro, trust me. You want to go polo bar? Get yourself a hot dog. Get yourself standard one, a chili one. Get yourself a fucking apple pie from polo bar. Been around since nineteen eighteen eighty two, I believe, actually, or nineteen eighty two. Let let's check. Polo bar, London Polo twenty four. That's what it's called, the Great British Cafe. How long has it been? Uh, homemade Great British Cafe, uh, Polo Bar establishment, year of establishment, year of establishment, 1953, POW, Polo Bar, quintessential, perfect history, Polish people are doing the job, so you know it's good, it's not like you got a fucking... You know, there's there are grades to handyman's. You know, and Polish is the best. It's it's quintessential fact because he was raised under second world conditions as opposed to a Pakistani or an Indian who was raised under third world conditions. This guy, you know, he already has the advantage if they're Polish. That's Poloba. Free story, 24-hour polo bar. Hot dogs, pancakes, English breakfast. Mate, that's the place. Tea, coffee, whatever you fucking like. Right in front of Liverpool Street. So it's pretty central in terms of where you live. If you don't live in London, then don't go. But if you are visiting London, head over to polo bar. Burgers, mate, that is the place. Rich in history, rich in culture. 1950 fucking three. That's the place. And it's 24-7. So if you're hungover and you're in central London, Polo Bar is the place to go. And if you listen, if you if you're someone like me who's like, fuck, I'm gonna return back home at fucking ten because of the fucking distance, and you're like, I'm gonna be hungry and I don't wanna eat an hour before my sleep because that's gonna affect my sleep and that's gonna affect my next day. Uh, let me just eat now. And you, you're always passing by Liverpool Street and your train is in like 15 minutes. Head over to Polo Bar. Get yourself a hot dog. Get yourself a pie. Get yourself tea, a decaf coffee, a hot chocolate because it's Christmas time. Polo Bar is the shit. They should pay me, man. They should fucking... All these places should fucking pay me. Um, Yeah, so like pastry towers. Those are the fucking shit, bro. They're the shit. Like, mmm. Like something crazy. I, I want to see like, like I wouldn't be surprised if they have a secret menu where they have a, 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 a dildo shaped pancake towel. Like they've been doing the pancake towel for years, bro. Uh, so yeah, Polo Bar, right in front of Liverpool Street. You just go by the main exit on the front, you know, in the central alley, and then go straight. Take the fucking 
traffic light and then you find it a little bit to the left just walk left and look for 24 hour polar bar just google maps it that's the place those are these are gems i'm describing the second gem al farouk and forest gate do you want the best lamb donner do you want the best lamb donner there is here's the thing with lamb donners from places that aren't from al farouk okay here's the thing al farouk has been around for 30 years my dad is friends with the owner with the founder and the kids are loyal to my dad because he used to give them haircuts. Al Farouk is legit the best donor I've ever had. Granted, for white people, it's going to fuck up. It's going to lead to um, certain particles that are, are, won't be coherent with your past history in terms of exterior outage. Um, you know, granted, but trust me. Usually with a lamb donor, it's like strips and it's like very meaty. You know, you order the meat and chips and it's like meat, there's no flavor, it's dry. That's most of the dons. Like, and you have to use that fucking Turkish sauce. That fucking, oh, I don't want that Turkish sauce. This place, legit, the best Sam Donner ever. Why? Because of the fucking way they cook it. Go to them and tell them I want it chopped and fried. I want a medium, either small or large. Order a medium if you're smart. I want a medium meat and chips. Don't fucking order a salad. Why are you trying to health it up? No, it's not going to matter. Why are you trying to health up fast food? It ain't going to matter. It's like, what? Tell them I want a medium meat and chips. Fried and cut. With those little sautéed... With those sautéed fucking... Fucking... Uh, bell peppers perfect and then here's the thing the sauce that's what that's what perfects it's the most perfect chili sauce i've ever had al farouk kebabish no i think it's called al farouk it's called al farouk i know it it's in forest gate just when you reach forest gate extension take a you're on the exit take a right keep walking straight ahead past romford road like uh cross it keep going straight ahead and then uh, you just keep walking. Just keep walking. You'll find it on your right. That's our best fucking lamb donor in ever. I, no lamb donor compares to it. I've been to Turkey. I've had German donors. Nothing beats fucking this lamb donor. I've been to Germany and I've had a donor. It, it ain't better than our Farouk's. Mainly because of the way they cook it and the way... I'm giving you secret bullshit, a secret shit here. Make it cut and fried with chips, no salad, with the chili sauce. And if you want to extra it, make sure he puts chili sauce on the fries before he puts the 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 donut on top, and then he chili sauces that shit. I'm telling you, that's the best shit. And you know what? Tell him, I want extra chili sauce dip. And then what you gotta do is uh, there's a res- there's a chicken shop. Right before Afrook that you'll pass by when you go into Afrook, by the way, called Ala Pizza. Order the wings there. Indulge. Dip it with that chili sauce. Perfect. Brilliant. I'm giving. This is like in. This is internal shit. This is shit that only the ends know. And I'm so in tune with the ends. I live in Rumford, and I'm telling you for a skate food. This is oh, oh, oh. And meanwhile, while you're at same fucking street. Head over to Indiana Pizza. 
get yourself a pizza for two pounds. I don't know. It used to be one pound fifty. I hope it's one pound fifty, but more than likely it's two pounds. Get yourself a, a seven-inch pizza, three toppings you like, extra will cost, and then also get yourself a half pounder. Now, what's special about this half pounder, mate? What's special about this half pounder from Indiana Pizza is that here's the thing: they cook it, and they don't cook it on a fucking flat heat surface. You know, like that typical bullshit. They cook it on a fucking on a on a on a what's it called? They cook the patty in in the electric pizza oven that rolls. You know that pizza oven that you see the electric one, the modern one. They cook it in there. They put it on a cast iron pan and they put it in there and it cooks for itself. And the guy does a mixation of I don't know. It's either, it was probably ketchup and mayonnaise and just I don't know what he puts in it to sweeten it up further. Put that cheese in it, and make, there you go. You got you got you got a half pound of burger, you got a lamb done of meat and chips, and you've got uh, a a pizza wings. Tell me, now, people are like, listen, this ain't for your typical Sarah and your Fatma. This isn't a Fatma date. This is a a a a a, a Karen. Day, where it's like, oh my god, I've never been in this sort of place. If you take a Karen to these sort of places, she'll be like, oh my god, I'm more cultured now that you showed me this place. And you're getting a dick self from a white bitch, which is an improvement in life. You know, this isn't this isn't a place where you're going to take your Sapphire, your fucking your Fatima, your, your Sarah, your, you know, it's not... This is a place to take the white bitches who don't know shit. Not keep in mind. Make sure it's like white, white. I don't want no fucking Eastern European bullshit because obviously the Eastern European wouldn't be impressed. It has to be like white, like full on white, like British white, like middle class lives in fucking I don't know some area where there's not much thing Irish or something like Central London rich bitch. Take it to this and. Mate, trust me, it'll be the most unique day ever. If you, uh, it, it, but not a first date. So you're like, what is this guy cheaping? Obviously, you need to impress the person with the first date, you know, who drinks, and, you know. But like, eventually, if it's like, oh, let's do an adventure. This is the adventure. This is your food history. This is your culture. Granted, it's coming from me, but like this, these are the three best places. Boss man, your local boss man is is. Is 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 inferior when there's the Trinity of Indiana pizza, the Holy Trinity of food, Indiana pizza, Alfarouk kebabish, and Ala pizza wings. You can't. No, no, I don't care about your boss man. I really don't. This street is the perfection. Oh, and there's a place where you can have like tea, sort of Pakistani Indian. Uh, I don't know who owned, w- w- which ones own it to be honest, but it's called Chai Wu and Chai Walla or something. But you can sit there, have your chai, which is tea basically, and just you know relax. This is nobody. I'm giving you first class information here. If you're ever a tourist in England, just say fuck it, go to these places. Honestly, this is your Anthony Bourdain moment. You know how Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain is like, whenever I whenever I go to a hotel, you don't. The guy suggests me a place. I don't go to the place that they suggest. I go, uh, I go to 
I just go around, see some place, and then I eat. This is the place where Anthony Bourdain would go. This this is the place. No comparing fish and chips, and and then obviously the mo- the best restaurant you can get you can go to if you're a British tourist is Cup, which is like quintessential. Um, use every part of the animal sort of food. Uh, man, I'm I'm giving you listen. This is how much I love you guys. I'm giving you first class advice. Your local boss man. Unless you live in Dagenham. Shout out to people who live in Dagenham. There's a place called Red Rooster near Dagenham Heathway Station. Make the best chicken, spicy chicken wraps known to man. Like, I don't I don't know. They're, they're the best. I, I don't care. They're the best. Uh, mainly because of the way they have balanced the mayonnaise. And the Sometimes it's more mayonnaise. But you don't expect perfection from the chicken shop. But usually, just order a spicy chicken wrap. You're going to have to wait for a while because it's cooked differently. It's not like a typical chicken strip with chili sauce on it. It's, 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 pre, it's, it's pre-marinated and it's fried and then they cut it up. It's perfect chicken wrap. My dad also knows the owner. So, Red Rooster near Dynam Heathway Station. What else is a great eat, eat out spot? I'm giving you gems here, man. But so far, in terms of value per money... Nothing, nothing compares to Cooking Lab's Lab Burger. Head over to Romford. They're not paying me for that. I'm giving you advice. I swear down. Nothing compares to that burger. It's the best burger I've ever had. And I firmly believe it's the best burger I will ever have. Because most of these fucking gourmet restaurants make these fucking hockey puck fucking patties. This is a fucking smash burger. And it's actually smashed. It's not like your McDonald's is pretty fucking smashed. fucking... That fucking sort of shaper, the fucking circle shaper, and you're like, and you put it. No, the cooking lab is the best burger you will ever have. And, you know, let's say you have a burger for lunch because you're a fucking baller. You can also, in Romford, there's a restaurant called Buno, which serves freshly made egg pasta, and they roast their own coffee. These are local, and they roast their own coffee. And you can order, like, oh, whatever, gnocchi, black truffle, uh, you know, carbonara, all the classic Italian pasta dishes at Buna's. And it's it's never failed me. Get yourself a glass of wine, get yourself, I don't know, a beer, or get, just go to Buno, get yourself a slice of pizza. That's where the date is. That's a great first date spot, Buno. And if you're like, nah, I need, I need, I need something like something to Brazza in Romford, legit best fucking restaurant in Romford, hands down. Brazilian barbecue, fucking perfect. But it has a restaurant. But in terms of just raw food, fucking uh, cooking lab. And if you want a pizza, Chow Bella. Just head over to Chow Bella, order a takeout, and then fuck off. We order like a margarita. I haven't had any other because margarita is just perfect. Um. And I'll flip the pizza express and it's easy as fuck that shit. Fuck those chains. This is local shit and it's perfect. Um, yeah. The amount of stupidity people waste on an Instagram video should not dictate the amount of money you should spend to get good food. That's the quote of 2020. Know your places. Talk to someone. 
ask them. Don't rely on Instagram. Don't watch Salt Bay videos. Uh, fuck Nusrat. Honestly. Uh, if you ever want to go to Nusrat, go to the Turkish one. Don't go to the one that's opening in Knightsbridge. Please don't. Save yourself some money and experience. Buy a ticket to Turkey and go to the restaurant and experience other places. It's much better because, you know, just it's a much better value for money. Tickets to Turkey are so cheap. They're like 180 quid. This isn't trust me. And then hotel, obviously. But, like, it's a much better experience because obviously you got to wait for the fucking booking and you got to dedicate your time for it. By that time, you would have been in Turkey, would have been served, you would have, like, mate, there are hacks to the world and I am enlightening you. I am your guru for food. Trust me. I don't care. I don't care. This is a self-proclaimed title but i am your guru for london food i don't care if you want cheap korean go to kiln that's or if you want fancy shit go to uh go to uh i forgot what it's called ceviche that's the shit for, for peruvian my god peruvian food that grilled octopus and ceviche that's the fancy shit. if you want fancy date grilled octopus from ceviche is Perfecto. With that fucking chorizo green sauce on the bottom of it. Oh, I am your guru for food. And I am claiming it. I don't care who you are. I've been to at least... Fuck the chicken connoisseur. Fuck that guy. He, do, he doesn't know what I know. He's just chicken guy. He's chicken guy. I'm food guy. I'm in general guy. He's just chicken guy. I am your guru. It's self-proclaimed, but I firmly believe it. You know how Bobby Fischer was like, I'm the greatest chess player there is. I think I'm the best. That's the same feeling I am. There's no argument for me to go against the fact that I'm not the guru for food. I am your guru for food. And what's funny is that I gave you all this information and I still know I don't know much. And I'm in my 20, I'm 21. You just wait till I'm 30. I would have experienced everything. The only reason that stopped me from a current expansion is this coronavirus pandemic. My next stop is Vietnamese traditional pho. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. And, uh, mate, the best pad thai is not a traditional pad thai because that fucking shit with the fucking best pad thai is the fucking takeout pad thai. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely the best pad thai I've ever had. Is the one in Lakeside. It's halal as well. Best pad I ever had, honestly. What more do you want? I am your food guru. I'm telling you. I am your food guru. There's no doubting about it. Also, let's not forget. When confused, get a filet of fish. Always. When confused, just all get your, go on your Uber Eats app, get a filet of fish medium meal McDonald's fries you can never fuck it up it's halal you can eat it Who you can't fuck it up you genuinely can't fuck it up support your local restaurants I know I'm very passionate about my local restaurants I just mentioned like so many that I know support them trust me that's because that's just the best thing to do support them otherwise they will shut down and we'll be in like this fucking conglomerate based food consumption era. Anyways, this has been me.
How long have we been recording? It's just fucking food and food and food and food. 39 minutes just talking about food. Let's uh, listen. It just started off a rant of if the food is in, is mainly there for the Instagram video, it's not worth it. Most of the time, it's not worth it. Here's how you know the food is good. They just show you a picture. And it's, it looks basic, like a burger with cheese on it. It looks basic. Want to know why they don't show a video? Because they're fucking anxious to eat that shit. So that's how you know. Cooking Lab, Rumford, listen, do me a favor. The place might shut down. Just give them a five-star review. Trust me, it deserves five stars. Just give them a five-star review on Google. Cooking Lab. Rumford, the most digit place ever. They just need to survive through this pandemic, and trust me, they will live on. But that's how, because that's how Bruno started. It wasn't as busy, and then it grows. Oh no, my Optimus Prime. Sorry, Opto. And it grows. Cooking Lab, the shit. And yeah, uh, this has been Food Gems uh with uh, your host Yusuf Musa episode 25 of the IMO podcast has ended and I hope you enjoy it